us, us, us. Petey Pop! You know what that song means. Time to talk to our friend Miss Nikki Javala live in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. Hello, Nick. How do you do? I'm good. So funny story about Mobile. I'm not there, actually. Weren't you there? I was supposed to go there. Ah. And about five minutes before I boarded, some pretty massive news about the commander's coaching <laughs> dropped. Sure. Okay. So I'm like, so I you can't get on this mode. flight. Yeah, I can't get on the flight. What if there's no Wi-Fi? So I just sit down in the middle of National Airport and look like a weirdo and write. All right. So I am still in Northern Virginia. I, I apologize then. Um, <laughs> all good. Now, all good. All right, let's, let's go. There's a lot for us to discuss. I want to start with the news that, honestly, I think a few of us kind of expected. I know Brian and I talked about this with Mayhew sticking around in some capacity. Um I, I suppose that's now official. Maybe I know Kime said it. You said it. Like I don't. There's not like mm-hmm. a press release, and it's kind of weird because he's been on the website the whole time. But explain yeah. to us Mayhew's whatever the role looks like. It's going to be. I actually don't know. It's unclear what his role. And I was I was actually told that him and Marty Herney um, are six. Um, but their roles are not clear yet. I think the team has been waiting to sort of announce and formalize this until after they bring on their head coach. But, you know, Martin is out there at the Senior Bowl. Um, you know, and I, but that that's what I was told is. And, and it makes sense with Martin. He was with Adam Peters in San Francisco for a bit, so they have that connection there. Um, so it's maybe not a huge surprise, but, you know, going into this, and I certainly thought this, that it could be more of a massive overhaul, and it could still be, um, but, you know, it sounds like those two are, are sticking around for at, at least the near future. Um, well, and a lot of times front office overhauls happen after the draft anyway. So Correct. I, I yes. think Mayhew might be a part of this thing going forward. Um, yep. I don't know about everybody else, but they, like, they've got to be at the Senior Bowl right now. They don't even have a head coach. Like someone's got to right. be there. Um, right. And, that, and, 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 you know, the season is so long and it bumps up right against with the combine and free agency and the draft that – it's very hard to change everything at once. So you got to kind of stagger it. Um, all right. So that's the front office, what we know right now, right? Now, yeah. he- head coaching. We know Ben Johnson's out. Uh, we know Bobby Slowick's out. We know Mike McDonald's mm-hmm. on a plane to Seattle. What yep. else do we need to know? Get us up to speed with everything <laughs> you know. Um, I ran into Dan Quinn at the airport, actually. Yo, I was wondering, um, was that your picture? That was my picture. That's I walk awesome. in and I'm like, holy crap, nobody sees that this is Dan Quinn in the middle of pre-check here. Um, so, yeah, it was a, he was in a full suit right after his interview with the commanders heading out. I may or may not have scanned every flight to Dallas, Mobile, Seattle, and any other possible destination and hunted them down in the airport. Um, <laughs> I have a question, successful. just a, a logistical I, question. Why was he flying out of DCA and not Dulles? Um, the meeting might have actually been in D.C. It's very okay. possible. Okay. Or, it, or it was possibly at FedEx. You know, they still have offices over there. Yeah, um, so I'm not entirely sure of that, but, you know, that's where it was flying out of. And if, you know, he's going back to Dallas, it's more American flights out that way. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I actually did talk to him for a bit. He said it went well. Um, wasn't sure of the timing. Knew they had another interview later in the evening. Um so we'll see, but I, you know, I think he he's certainly in play. Mike McDonald is still in play. Um, we'll see what happens 
with his visit to Seattle. What's interesting about the Seattle one is they got started a bit later. So his first, Mike McDonald's first interview with Seattle was yesterday, and the second one was back-to-back. And because they're back-to-back and because they're in the end game, it feels like there's more momentum there. Um, But we'll see. Ultimately, Dan Quinn had a second interview as well with them. Um, so he's just kind of waiting. Uh, and, and the other two in play still are Anthony Weaver, the assistant uh, head coach for the Ravens and D-line coach, um, and Aaron Glenn, the Detroit Lions, um, D.C. And they still flew out there despite hearing in flight that mm-hmm. Ben Johnson was pulling his name out of the out of consideration. Um, they still went out there and, and talked to Aaron Glenn yesterday. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All yeah. right, so – a few names I want to drill down on. We're talking with Nikki Jabvala from the Washington Post. Does a great job. Make sure you follow her on X at Nikki Jabvala, N-I-C-K-I-J-H-A-B-V-A-L-A. Um, a lot of Commanders fans want to jump off the 14th Street Bridge because Ben Johnson said no. I think it's important to remind mm-hmm. everyone he also said no to Seattle. Maybe he really right. does just want to stay there. Maybe it was money. Maybe it's a combination of a lot of factors. Regardless, how big of a deal is it that they did not get Johnson? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, I'll say this about, you know, the reports. He wasn't a lock. That's not, I, I don't know who reported that he was a lock. Maybe Boomer Esiason, but I, whatever. Um, I think you could say he was the favorite, but everybody you can be, allowed Exactly. That. He can be a favorite and not be a lock. A favorite, you know, that was a top choice for the team, but he still has to want it. It's a two <laughs> – goes both ways right um so he you know he was a top candidate it was never a lock and yeah i I think the team had to always consider that he might you know pull his name it could because he did it last year um i think it was more surprising this year that he did it um because you know he had done it once before and he had gotten to this point um and he had perhaps more leverage than any candidate in this cycle um you know as far as the money thing I think anything's possible. I will never rule it out. But, you know, to say that it, teams were spooked by his asking price, well, they still hopped on a flight to go out to try to interview him a second time in person. So it didn't appear that they were terribly spooked if they continued with that. Um, but, you know, it, it, it never made it to that second interview to, to find out how it would how it would end. But it is a big deal. I mean, he is a top candidate. He is, you know, one of, what, seven candidates – you know, outside of EB that, you know, they, they were really looking at hard. So, but, you know, that's part of this process and that's why they've continued on to, to, you know, talk to as many people as they could yeah. during the cycle and have, you know, two interviews apiece. So I do um, give them credit for doing their due diligence and, you know, we'll, we'll see it how it ends. The thing of it is like, I understand people say who their favorite is, but this group right here all together are going through everything for the first time. In front of us, let's say it like that. Mm-hmm. They they still deserve the opportunity to do their job because right. you got so many fans act like, oh, we don't get this guy. Then you know, I I don't want like I don't want to be around. To me, it sounds like we are more happy about winning all season than we care about winning football because you may yeah, get, I, you may get a guy that yeah. may not have a name, but guess what? He may come in and be the best damn coach you can get. Exactly. Exactly. I think, you know, and I, I think a lot of people get wrapped up in the name and the reputation and just what it could mean. And he's the youngest, sharpest coach in the league and it's new and it's progressive. Um, and I, I understand sort of the feeling of, you know, this 
if they if they go with Dan Quinn, it could feel you know more akin to hiring Rivera. But you know, I think they're they're very different coaches when you drill down into it. You know, just because he's an you know not a young offensive minded coach doesn't make him like Rivera. And he has been to three Super Bowls. He did you know pretty much orchestrate the Legion of Boom defense. He, he you know I think it makes the offensive coordinator position even more significant certainly. Um, but I think he can still be a very good coach. I, you know, it's just not sort of that sexy hire. Agreed. I, I, if it's Dan Quinn, it's not the end of the world. I think, I think people talk themselves into, I think it's the damn graphic they show on mm-hmm. every Rams, Niners, Dolphins game of all the offensive talent, talented coaches that were on that Shanty roster in 2013. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody, they, they don't put on that graphic that that team went three and 13, by the way. Right. Um, and I think people oh, just talk. Shoot. What's that? Mike McDonald's going to the Seahawks. Schefter just reported. Kind of We kind of figured that. Felt yeah. pretty done. Um, there you yeah. go. Wow. All right. Mike yeah. McDonald, 36 years old, new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. There it is, man. Um, do your thing, brother. Mike McDonald ain't coming to Washington, folks. He's going to <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Um, what do you think happens now? Now it's official. Mike McDonald ain't it. Yeah, I mean, well, at least Quinn well, Weaver and Glenn Weaver on their list, unless they want to. Yeah, unless they want to expand their search. You know, those are the three names left of the guys they've interviewed. So, and Weaver can end up being the D coordinator if things don't work out right here. Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Um, what do you think of Anthony Weaver? I've heard a lot of really great stuff about him. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I've heard players really like working with him. Um, I've heard he's, you know, like what you just tweeted that he's a really great guy, good dude to work with. Um, and, and these are, you know, I, I, I think people like we were talking about get so focused on the young up and coming offensive coaches that a lot of really fine coaches on the defensive side or elsewhere on these staffs kind of get lost in the shuffle. Um, and he may be one of them. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's going to be really fascinating to, to watch unfold. <laughs> the name that I am curious about, what about Vrabel? What about Mike Vrabel? I, you know, I've been wondering that. For the, I, why is he not getting more interviews? Why why is Washington not going hard after him? I know he's at the Senior Bowl. Um, I still think he's somebody that could be a really interesting fit here. Um, but we'll see. Well, you know, maybe they, they open up their search a little bit after this. Maybe they keep going with the three candidates they've talked to. But I, to me, he's a name I've, I've been curious about for a while. Do you, you still have faith in Peters and, and uh, Myers and Spielman that they're going to go and get the right guy? Because listen to me, not, a lot of times you go in, you don't just have one person. Like a lot of fans they have one person. You have two to yeah. three. So a lot of us are not naturally saying that uh, Ben Ben was the number one guy because a lot of a lot of people were saying it. But what if they were sitting there saying, you know, we'll check him out, but we looking at somebody else, you know? And then they come out and they get that guy. They the fans may not believe him, but if they get their guy, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, and and listen, he, I mean, Adam Peters has been in the front office for all of two weeks. Right. You know, if you're losing faith already, I mean, sheesh. Well, you know, believe I, me, I, let I him make finished, one higher. I just took the time and responded to about eight people, and I just asked them questions like that. You know, like if you believe in him, 
How can you not believe now? Well, we got a right to change right. our mind. Well, you know what? And that person that was supposed to be the number one guy coming here has a right to change his mind. So he right. chose not to come. They didn't say we sitting here and now we're going to choose this other guy over you and they were sitting there equally. He was the one that pulled his name out of it. Right. So right, exactly. I don't know how you blame the, this this team for it unless, like, a lot of us always complain about when we did stuff stupid in the past. If the if the money thing is the situation, and they say we're not paying that much to a, a first-year guy who had two years of experience, so no. I, I applaud that. I don't think they should just go out there and be like, Dan, just because they come in the building don't mean they can't leave. Right, right, exactly. I mean, it's got to take more than two weeks. I mean, I know coaches talk about this all the time, but it. I think the Lions' turnaround was – pretty fast. The Texans turn around especially fast. Yes. They got a really good quarterback. It takes, you know, at least a year, usually a lot longer. It don't take it four years, take though. It takes more than two weeks. What's that? Right. It don't take four years. Yeah, maybe not. Let's not <laughs> let's not go to four years, please. We've, um, we've tried that one. Right. Oh, I, uh, all right, Nikki. Last one. Two last ones, I guess. Um, so, not last one. Do you think a surprise name could emerge? Is there something from Peters' past in Denver or New England or San Fran more recently? Like, some dude none of us saw coming, bang, here it is. I think anything is possible at this point. You know, I and I hate – I know that's a vague answer, but I really do believe that. I think – I mean, frankly, the Ben Johnson thing has been making me second-guess everything, triple, quadruple guess everything. Um, so, at this point, I think anything – it's fair game. Mm. But we'll see. You know, maybe Dan Quinn is the head coach by the end of today. Woo, was that a tease? I asked this question, though. Is that a Are tease? We have a no, coach? that's not like a Schefter, hey, I will, you know, this may not happen type thing. This is, I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. Will we have a coach yeah. by the end of the week? God help us if we don't. <laughs> well, I mean, because yeah. doing it next week presents a different challenge entirely. Yeah. And I think. If they did it next week, I still think they might hold the presser the following week, so they're not like really going up against Super Bowl week. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. I know you love this. Who's your prediction? Oh man, this is just a prediction. Don't hold me to this. I don't want to end up on hot takes exposed. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think at this point, I'd probably lean to. You know what? I'm gonna go with Weaver. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against. I'm gonna go with Weaver. Wild card. I kind of am there too. I think Vrabel should be the yeah. guy. I don't think it's gonna be Vrabel for whatever reason. Then I go Weaver. Right. I, like yeah. for me, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hire leader of men type, I, I think we've yeah. seen Vrabel's ceiling. Or, I'm sorry, Quinn's right. ceiling. Right? Like, yeah. He, if you set him up with the perfect offense coordinator and they've got the right quarterback. That he could lead a good team, but when that OC right. isn't there or the quarterback starts to age, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what he looks like as a rebuild guy with a rookie quarterback. I'd rather just find out who Anthony Weaver is. People mm-hmm. love him. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, fascinating, fascinating. Um, Nikki, thank you for the time. As always, I'll be seeing you next week if I don't see you this week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, Nikki. Take care. That is our friend. Okay, bye. Nikki Jabala. You can follow her at Nikki Jabala, N-I-C-K-I-J-H-A-B-V-A-L-A.
Uh, Jeffrey. Mike McDonald to the Seahawks. Everybody, Rap, Schefter, Garofolo, it's official. There's only one job left. Mm. There is one fewer candidate than there was this morning. Mm. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Who do you want? Be Mitch Finley, 1067 the fan. What song is this, Lampville? I'm about to say it. Okay. Is this ACDC? Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. They didn't sound Australian or whatever. Where's ACDC from? Australia? New Zealand? Australia. Brian, I am not. I am not a math guy. I think I got the hang of calendars. Today, just just tell me if I'm correct, all right? Today is January 31st, correct? Yeah. January 31st is the last day in January, correct? Yeah. Sure as hell looks like the commanders aren't going to make their coaching hire until February. If I had told you on January 8th they wouldn't have a coach until February, I doubt you would have. There was the caveat of, you know, oh, somebody's I, I in the Super Bowl. I probably would have said, okay, because to be honest with you, I didn't expect them, them to sign a GM that quick. That that was quick as hell to me. I would have thought they'd if they didn't have a coach by February 1st, it's because that coach was working the Super Bowl and they would make it official after the game. Okay. I did not think it would go this long. I think there have clearly been some surprises along the way. I think Ben Johnson saying, I'm not going anywhere was a surprise. Um, McDonald getting this Seattle job, I don't think should be a surprise. At this point, it's your own list. It's your own world. Yeah. McDonald's out. Who does B-Mitch want? I just gave you my list. Yeah, but McDonald was on it. Hey, and I said uh, Weaver was next. And then he beat? Then he beat. Then... Glenn and Vrabel. I'm pro defense. Anybody else? Was McDonald your guy, Jeff? I mean, that was the, that was the next guy I had on the list, but now it's like we wait and see. What do these folks on the phones think? Landini, your list? Yeah, I thought uh, McDonald. I guess now uh, Aaron Glenn or Mike Vrabel. You like Glenn. Yeah. I kind of think Weaver, but we'll see. Uh, I'm starting. Listen, if your name's Jimbo and you call this program, you go first. Jimbo is in Manassas. Who you got, Jimbo? Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing today, man? Pretty good, man. Sad yeah, sounding Jim, Jimbo. You I've ever sad as hell, man. Oh, man, guys. <laughs> Even more than Johnson from the start, McDonald was my guy. Seeing how he shut down all the top offenses, but. Now I have no idea where we go from here. Um, at this point, maybe promoting EB is the way to go. Maybe it will help if he has a new GM and, you know, a fresh start. I mean, there's not much I know about Weaver or Glenn at this point. And then Ray will we'll all talk about how we don't want to retread. But, um, yeah, I have no idea, guys. It might be a while before. Let me make some, make I some knew it wasn't going to be open. Jimbo. Night, 
Has Vrabel been coaching that long to be called a retread at this point? He's coached, what, four or five years? Something like that. As a head coach? Yeah. And we're already calling him a retread? I understand <laughs> retread, the, the definition, yes. But he's not that guy who's that old dude that coached and was very good 10, 15 years ago. And Six then, years as Titans yeah, coach. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know like if he – Like retread to me is like – when Jim Mora Sr., I guess, was yeah, bouncing that's around. What I, I, that's what I, mean, I, I always, think Jim Mora Sr. coached the That's Colts, what I always Saints. thought. But my question, like, now I just, I'm wondering because if he's a, re- a retread, then every damn time somebody get a job and then they're gone, they're going to be a retread. <laughs> nah, you guys all have valid points, man. It's, it's Jimbo. Tough, but, hey, the Panthers have three retreads already in three years. Right. Jimbo, go have a beer, dude. You sound upset. I'm worried about you. <laughs> Appreciate it. I want you to re- rebound. Y'all. All right, brother. Take care. Jim Mora was the head coach of Occidental, the Baltimore Stars of the USFL, the Saints and the Colts. Saints and the Colts. All right. Uh, playoffs? Russ is in Charlestown. Talking about playoffs? What up, Russ? Hey, fellas, great show, man. Great show. Appreciate I'm thinking, is Dan, Quinn, Dan, is Dan Quinn a retread? <laughs> but uh, I don't I know, think man. He I is, think right? I, I, Based off of the definition like the I've been hearing, is, everybody's a retread. Right. Is anybody that's coached that's right. somewhere else? Right, right. I'm with B. Mitch, man. I Listen, I again, that's my man. But I, listen, I love the defense. And I, I think that's just a great, a great deal with the players, coach. Uh, just like AP out there at. Uh, Oakland, man, and, and you know, B. Mitch, if B. Mitch was a coach, I could picture him being that guy, you know, getting on every level, getting in their, getting in their junk, you know what I'm saying? And and that's the type of player you have everybody's ass accountable. So, <laughs> that's the way I look at it, fellas. All right, thank you. But, thank you, Russ. Thank you. <laughs> um, Russ, did, Russ did at home having fun. Like that. <laughs> uh, Sean is in Bethesda. Sean, who you got? Well, unfortunately, I think it's, it's uh, I want EB, but but I think it's going to be Dan Quinn. And I think the scenario is going to be Dan Quinn is going to be promoted as coach and they're going to keep EB as uh, the offensive coordinator. But they could hire Weaver as a defensive coordinator. But I think EB deserves a chance to be a head coach. I mean, he does have two Super Bowl rings. I mean, that, that should count for something. So I just think Yo, I'm going with EB, but I'm going to be you... Dan Quinn. You vote the enemy, okay, but think it's going to be Dan Quinn. Yeah, I definitely think it will be Dan Quinn, and and, and he's going to keep uh, EB as offensive coordinator. There right. you go. Thanks, buddy. Um, uh, Jamal is in DC. What's Jamal, up, Jay? What's up, Who brother? do you like? What's going on, fella? You're good, man. Man, nothing much, man. I I like McDonald, man. I'm not as downtrodden as my man Jimbo is about it, but I definitely liked him, man. I liked the uh, innovative things he was doing on defense. A lot of uh, smart football people I know were saying he was, you know, you know, a, a genius on that side of the ball, basically, man. Like stuff that the high praise we give Ben Johnson and a lot of these guys offensively, he was their equivalent defensively. So I want, definitely wanted him. However, I don't mind if we get Weaver. I feel like Weaver's a good. But then another guy, Aaron Glenn has become very intriguing to me, and not more so because of the results. But the thing that I like about Detroit, D-Mitch, they have nothing but players, former players on that staff. I think Drake Blau over there, Antoine Randall, Mark Brunel. Um, like it's a, and to me, if Aaron Glenn is going to come here and keep that standard, I love it because it kind of speaks to why – they coach the way they coach, they play the way they play, because I believe the players have a, 
it's an instant credibility thing. When you have guys in there teaching you that you've seen do this and do it well, or whatever level they did it at, it's an instant credibility that those players. So if, if, if we hire Eric Glenn and he comes and brings that bottle here where he's going to bring former players to coach these players here and bring that instant credibility, I would love that. So he's become intriguing to me for that, y'all. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Thanks, Jamal. Take care, man. Um, I don't know why I'm higher on Weaver than Glenn. Um, I mean, Glenn is an actual coordinator, whereas Weaver has never been the coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aaron Glenn played in the league for 14 years. Yeah. Uh, three-time Pro Bowler. Um, oh, AG. I mean, he could play, right? Yeah. Uh, or could play, I should say. Um, clearly, that leadership type, if you watched any of the uh, yeah, hard knock stuff, um, I I don't know. For me, with Weaver, it's more about what the Ravens have been. And, yeah. and just the. But, see that, but then when, when you look at it, really, okay, so I'll, I'll just out some stuff and I'm, I'm just throwing out things it's not nothing what i'm exactly feeling you say what the ravens have been wouldn't it be easier for a person to have success with the ravens compared to having success with detroit because the ravens always have those type of players they always have a steady defense so where do you 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 get more credit where it could be something you look at like that but then again when you hear him talk about weaver he goes back to what i heard peter's talking about both sides of the ball, respectively. So um, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. A lot but, of things to be worried. About. I'm glad I don't have these things to have to all right, figure Jeff, out. These are locked up now. There are four people on the line: John in Annapolis, Drew, Shane, and Rudy. I'm gonna take all your calls before the show is out. I'm gonna take all your calls next. You'll listen to me, Mitchell Finley. Call him Baton Rouge. I like this song. You got to let it play. (laughs) Oh, I jumped a gun. Call him Baton Rouge, baby. Of last night's events rolled through my mind. Except no see no do. Have you ever been to the boot right by Tulane in New Orleans? By who? The boot is the name of the bar right by Tulane. Coffee and a couple dollars change. Call Baton Rouge. They play this in there every night and it gets rowdy. Hold on, let me hit him with it. Put me on through. I got to send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up. Won't you put her on the line? I got to talk to the girl just one more time. You you like Louisiana, don't you? They got the fiddle going. Well, <laughs> uh, Garth. Garth is what we need. All right, four calls, letting them through, and then shut these it. things down. Our guy, Drew, we love Drew Cohen. Drew, who you want? So as long as they stick to the integrity of the process, I'm okay with who we end up with at this point. And, uh, and I'm happy that we didn't get Bed Johnson because I think these processes do a better job of weeding out people than necessarily finding you the right guy. And um, whether it was a comp mismatch or he wanted to stay in Detroit but then called at the last minute, I'm glad we didn't get him. So I'll be happy with who we get as long as we win at the end. That's the measure. That, what that we is now the, that's the measuring stick right there. Well said. Drew is a true fan. Undoubtedly. He's not mad. Get the right guy, win games. Let's see what Shane in Oxen Hill says. Shane, who's your guy? 
Shane, you're up. Shane, you're out. Sorry, pal. Uh, Rudy's in Germantown. Rude boy. Who you like? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, for me, for me personally, I think I think we should look within, man. I think Eric Bieniemy is a is a good choice uh, because he's seen winning culture and and honestly, um, I was just talking to a 49ers fan. And he was just like, "Bro, if you guys have a good coach in Eric Bieniemy, why don't you guys just make him your head coach?" I mean, the the way that I saw, you know, Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy, I I just I felt like. Eric Bieniemy never really got a good chance, a good shot to actually lead a team or lead his offense because I felt like Ron Rivera was just kind of just negative. Mm, we'll that's my out. take. That's one vote yeah. you'd be. Yo, these are your takes. You don't have to validate them. Yeah. It's your take. Last one, Johnny in Annapolis. Hey. What's up, John? Hey, how's it going? Hello, I'm honestly man. kind of sick and tired. I'm like B-Miss, sick and tired of us all whining about who the next coach is. I trust the new GM. I trust the new ownership group. You know, I personally would go with a Rabel or a Quinn. I'm not – I wasn't a big fan of Ben Johnson and the other young guy. Weaver's fine too, man. I just trust these guys. They're going to pick the best guy. And like the last caller said, let's just get somebody and let's move on and let's get ready to start winning some football games. That's All what right. I want. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. Thank Early. you, Johnny. Yep. All right. That's everybody. Providing their take. Right now, however, you heard me talk about the boot right by Tulane in mm-hmm. New Orleans. About R.J. Bentley's, my favorite bar in College Park. Go hit Bentley's up before you go to a Maryland basketball game. That's right. Right now, caller number 10, 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to University of Maryland basketball. The DMV is home to Maryland basketball, and the Terps need you in College Park this year. Secure your seat to catch the Terps in action before it's too late. Caller number 10. I still have John on the air. I should probably (laughs) hang up on him. Seal it. Um, Caller number 10 right now. It's uh, Valentine's Day against Iowa Landfill. No? No. No, those were the last tickets we gave away. These ones. uh... Oh. What better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than taking your lady to a Maryland basketball game with Fran McCaffrey on the other side. There of you go. Booing. Hook it up, Landfield. All right. Well, you just let me know when you know. February 17th against Illinois, or as Jeff Walker says, Illinois. 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 Um, it's been a crazy week. We haven't been able to make bets yet. Um, yeah. I feel like we could today if you guys are up for it. Um, it's up to y'all. I, I'm in. Are you guys in? I'm in. Landville, I don't Why know if not? you have the sounder, but let's do it, boys. Let's do it. Let's do Heard It Here first. Um, <laughs> Heard It Here first means that we always make bets. Mike McDonald ain't walking through that door. Uh, <laughs> commanders are running out of options. At least running out of options that folks were expecting. Yeah. Well, whatever. Let's let's pick some winners. Pick some winners. Wiz are plus eleven tonight at home against the Clippers. Wiz have won two in a row. Give me the Wizard. Give me. The I money. don't think they're gonna win, but I, give me money 11. line. Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought you were gonna say money line on the Wiz. No. <laughs> money line. Oklahoma City Thunder. The Wizards winning two straight. That's the problem with replacing your coach. You get the fired coach bump. Yeah. Well. They lost his first game, and then they got to play the Spurs and the Pistons, who are so they're two awful. and one. 
They're, and I'm they're, going, they're, what I'm going to do is also landfill. You're going to parlay it? Yes, I am. Not Nobody you. saw that coming. I'm you would never Phoenix, parlay. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns, minus three and a half. Um, I guess Jeff's doing the phone calls. I, boy, uh, if you like the Wiz to win tonight, stretch this win streak to three, plus 450. Drab T-shirt's on a little bit of a winning streak today, so I'm going to take the Trailblazers plus 10 and a half. What, how is Drab on a winning streak? They got uh, Mike McDonald. That's true. Drab claims he pretends to be from Portland, and he also pretends to be from Seattle and Spokane and... Portland, Oregon? Yeah. But he also pretends to be Portland, from Seattle, Maryland. Spokane. Long ride away from them. The Moscow, area, Idaho. Though. He pretends to be Moscow, from everywhere. Moscow, Idaho? Yeah. yeah. Paris, Kentucky? Anywhere that you can think of. Um, I did want to talk about something that if you need to know how busy the day's been with all this coaching stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, two things, actually. My wife just texted me that we got my daughter into a camp that she was waitlisted for. Uh-huh. Exciting news. And then my wife, who very rarely thinks about money, sent me the a lot of money emoji. Uh-huh. So for for it to matter to Lauren, I bet this camp's stupid expensive. Hey, Lauren, check his check on Friday. You got money coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> two, the Baltimore Orioles have been sold. Yes. In in the span of a year, Dan Snyder and Peter Angelos are out of my life. Yeah. It's pretty great. You should start looking younger now. I think, I think some of that is choices. Everybody's got ability. But then you got to make choices. C, um, D, C. Jeff, you want to make a pick real quick? On what? What are we picking? <laughs> Bets for tonight. Oh, 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 okay. Th- nah, because you was talking at first while I was on the phone. Uh... Give me, give me Tottenham to beat Brentford soccer, English Premier League. Yo, everybody got mad at me about my Ben Johnson update yesterday. That uh-huh. was the best Ben Johnson update the people of Washington heard all day. No. <laughs> yes. Please give him the sound effect. After Lanfield. you made that, they wanted to shoot you, and then the other one came. They wanted to shoot you twice. A lot of people out there, a lot of, a lot of anger in the world. Yes, it is. Thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Thank you to Neil Greenberg. Thank you to Colton Pouncey. Thank Colton you to Ben cool, White. Man. Colton was cool. Thank you to Ben White, and thank you to Nikki Jabala. We'll be back tomorrow. Grant and Danny coming your way next. They'll keep you updated when, if anything might happen, in the commander's head coaching search. Made it this far, Elliot Beer.